0: Welcome to the Website Coach podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a winning website, one that attracts more visitors and helps them book more clients. I'm Marie Brown, a website designer and business strategist, and I'll be sharing simple and actionable tips to help you create a winning website. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode number 73 of the Website Coach podcast. And this week is a first. I'm interviewing registered nutritional therapist, Catherine Bright of the Health Boost. And it's a first because actually she is here in person with me. I normally do these interviews over Zoom. So I'm hoping we are not going to drop the mic as we pass it between us, but hey-ho, it could make for a much more exciting episode. So first of all, welcome to the podcast, Kat.
1: Thank you for inviting me. It's lovely to be here and uh, yeah, hi to all your listeners.
0: So first of all, can you let everybody know who you are a little bit more and what it is that you do and how you got into it? Because I know that you haven't always done this.
1: Yes. So um, yeah, I'm a registered nutritional therapist and I specialize in helping female um, with any um, kind of complaints they have, whether it's they want to increase their energy, whether they want to lose weight, whether they've got digestive issues. Um, I see a lot of women with perimenopause or menopausal issues, whether it's um, symptoms or or just weight issues. What they did in their 20s and 30s suddenly doesn't uh, work anymore. Um, So I help them um, to feel more vibrant, have more energy um, and all sorts of things. So yeah, I specialize in females. I qualified uh, seven years ago now. When my uh, daughter started at school, I decided that I needed to do something for me. So I decided, okay, I'll, I'll, um, I've always been interested in um, healthy eating. I'll study nutrition. I never went into it thinking I was going to do a business, actually, or even see clients um, on a one-to-one basis. But part of our um, my diploma was a year of bringing clients to clinic to be watched over. And I loved it. Suddenly, I was really helping people to make a difference, to lose weight, to feel more energized. And I kind of got a little bit addicted to kind of helping people. And I realized I was actually quite good at getting to people, getting to the root cause of why they were feeling unwell and helping them. And I decided that actually I was going to go into business. Um, So here I am
0: seven, seven years later. Brilliant. I think, I must admit, I think we all want to feel more vibrant and full of energy. Um, certainly that's uh, that's something that I would like to do. <laughs> now, I know that um, you are very professional and obviously everybody is different and we all have our own different issues and the, our own reasons for, um, you know, being the way, way that we are and, and different things that we need to fix. But I'm assuming that you see a number of common themes when you see clients. And are there any tips that you that we should generally be aware of, and that we should generally be doing? Because think probably quite a lot of the listeners are female and probably aged over thirty five. Um, if you're not, then please do listen on because we are going to be talking about marketing your business as well. But if we can, if you can just indulge us for a moment, where uh, and allow Cat to maybe give us some hints and tips. Yeah, I mean, most of my clients are um, over the age of forty. Um, I'm about
1: to hit 50 myself next week. So, um, you know, I think you attract what you are quite often. Um, So most of my clients, yeah, they are over 40 and suddenly they find that their nutrition or their exercise or their lifestyle suddenly doesn't quite, it's not as optimal as it was. And what they did in their 30s suddenly isn't working quite so much and they're getting, whether it's, you know, that low energy or they might be craving sugar more. Or they might be putting on weight, um, and that is usually the biggest issue I see. And the reason for a lot of women is they're simply not eating enough protein. Um, our protein is our body's primary appetite, and we have our requirements over the age of forty for protein goes up. So if you think about it, our muscle mass starts declining um, from the age of about thirty-five onwards. But actually, in our, our late forties, in particular it kind of died right off and there's a massive sudden drop in our muscle mass. The way to, you know, maintain your muscle mass is to obviously do some exercise and do some strength training, but you need to to pair that with eating enough protein. So I think the the common issue I see with people is they're just not eating nearly enough protein. You know, they might be grabbing a bit of toast or, or cereal for breakfast with very little protein in that, And then they'll they'll or might have a coffee with that, sending their blood sugars up, and then they might go in for lunch and have a sandwich, and still really very little protein. So they get to three o'clock in the afternoon and they start snacking. And once they start snacking, they then can't stop. And for me, that is just a common thing that you haven't had enough protein and your body's literally crying out for protein. So if you start your day with a really good protein-packed breakfast whether that's eggs, whether that's um, a full-fat you know, Greek yogurt with protein and, or a orange that you can add protein to or a protein-packed smoothie, you'll start your day much, much better and your blood sugars will be a lot more stabilized. And then if you have protein for lunch, you should then be able to get to 3 o'clock and not need to snack and therefore you should then just go through to your evening meal. I'm always saying to people there's too much snacking in the world we don't we're not designed we're not cows cows are designed to constantly graze throughout the day and snack and actually our stomachs are not designed to snack we are designed to have those three meals a day and not need to snack so if you are snacking and you're following the protein rule you need to then work out why you're snacking because quite often it's not from hunger if if you're following the protein and then that's a whole i use my coaching skills then to actually work out with clients, well, why are they they snacking at three o'clock or four o'clock or, or uh, on the sofa in the evening um, after dinner? Because
0: it's usually not hunger and it's usually something underlying that. Um, and we get to the bottom of it that way. Yeah, I must admit working from home is a little bit too close to the biscuit tin and, uh, and the snacks. And especially when you've got children and it means that you do tend to have more snack bars and things like that in the house. But uh, yeah, no, that's very good advice there. I think especially having protein at breakfast, I have tried to listen and, um, <laughs> and now either have, uh, some kind of oats with nuts or, uh, or peanut butter on toast, which it doesn't, I'm not sure that really does my blood sugar that much good, but it, um, at least it's getting some, some protein in. Um, and if we could move on to talking a little bit about marketing your business, because obviously the, the, I think the thing that most people find most difficult and especially once they start their own business having spent time working for somebody else usually is it's not easy to find clients especially when you're starting out and it's not easy to find the kind of clients that you can help the most either so can you explain maybe you know going back seven years what you did initially and how you have managed to um, adjust your marketing so that it's now more effective
1: so yeah when I first started out I was seeing all my clients you know in person um from a a little a room that I used to rent um by the hour and i have to say it was slow it was hard work getting clients um a lot of them were yeah i i struggled i think i use i um registered myself with various different um you know tr- nutrition agencies to try and get my name out there but it was really hard um but i i my part of my business the health boost i work alongside a personal trainer and we use facebook and instagram now all the time and we literally post every day apart from sunday and for me now most of my clients are coming through instagram and facebook but mainly instagram um they've usually found find me that way with um my 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 business partner val we post loads of healthy recipes so quite often people will find us because they're looking for healthy recipes and they start following us because they, they get healthy recipes, and then we also give them nutrition tips, and they then start taking that on board. Um, and then they realise that quite often it's something that I've said that has resonated. And I have to say, this last sort of yeah, last six months in particular, um, I'm getting loads more referrals from Instagram, and I think that that I had to put some of that uh, down to you actually, Marie. Last July, I think you posted on Stories that you were going to go live on Stories every single day for the month of July, and uh, and Val said uh, she she WhatsApped me and said, "Right, we're doing this as well. We're gonna we're gonna tag, you know, Marie alongside, and we're gonna do exactly what she set out to do." And I was like, "Oh my goodness, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna talk about on Stories every single day?" And I think it started off really awkward. But by the end of them, you know, and I used to kind of do my hair and makeup and put a filter on and plan what I was going to say. By the end of that that month of July, I was kind of picking up my phone, pressing record, and just saying, you know, everything, whatever I was thinking about that day, or maybe I'd had a difficult client and I explained what I'd done with them. And I have to say, I loads of people just phoned me up in in August, September, and said, "What you said." in July resonated with me. I've got digestive issues. Do you think you can help me? Or I'm struggling with my weight. Can you help me? Or, you know, I've got osteoporosis and you mentioned that. Could you help me? And I was like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I have to say I've been doing less on Stories Live, so I need to get back onto that. But I have been doing more reels of my face, which I would probably never have done if it hadn't been for going on Stories Live. And I think by seeing my face more on Instagram, people have you know bought into it and thought, well, actually, she kind of whatever she's saying is resonating with me, and uh, yeah, it's been a really great way of getting clients.
0: Um, I would just like to point out that I didn't keep up the whole of the month of July. You did far better than I did, but I did start, and I probably did more than I would have otherwise done. But I think what you say about people getting to, there there are a couple of things there. One is that people get to know you and they get to see your face and they get comfortable with you and they get to know, like, and trust you, which is the basis of all a a good business relationship or client relationship. But I think also it is the sharing things with people so that they can see themselves. And I guess, especially for somebody like you, when you deal with quite a lot of different kinds of symptoms that people are, are, are feeling. and so hearing somebody talk about something that you know you're experiencing or a problem you're experiencing and hearing that it you don't have to suffer that there's something else that can be done I think is really powerful probably the most powerful form of marketing much more so than just putting out a post saying you know I'm a registered nutritional therapist and I can help with this that and the other that that's sort of what I call megaphone marketing it it doesn't work in the same way as that real real people connection but it's also really interesting you hear hear you say about how you started off with the makeup and a filter and and those kind of things, and then by the end of it you know you're you're on reels um a, a as well, and so much of it comes from confidence so much of, of of marketing comes from confidence, and I've just written a post actually this morning you know what's the worst that can happen because actually you know it's it just disappears into the ether when you're on social media it doesn't stay around forever, and you know just post it. Um, is is definitely uh, you know the advice that I give to uh, g- give to people in in the marketing membership. Um. So, can we talk a bit more about the customer journey for you then? In terms of, you know, somebody sees you on Instagram and what tends to happen from there on? Do they do? Are you sending people DMs? Or are they getting in contact with you? How how are you finding it work?
1: Yeah. So usually people will either send me a, a direct message or they go through to my website and you can just book a, a call with me you can literally from my website press a button and book a free 20-minute um call with me go straight through to my my online diary um and you can yeah I do these free calls which I want people to be able to ask me questions I don't want to just take your money and you don't know how I'm working and I work with people in various ways my I call it my transformation package is a three-month package where we meet up um every week. And that first initial meeting can last up to about 90 minutes. And for the first time, people can discuss everything about their health and someone's listening to them. You know, you go to the GP and it's 10 minutes and you tell them your complaint and they're right, here's the pill for this ill, off you go. And it's a sticking plaster. My questioning is always, yeah, that's all very well you've got that diagnosis, but why? What, what's driving that diagnosis? How come you're in this position? How come you've got this? What's, what started off this uh, process of ill health? And so my questioning is very much, what is the root cause? You know, why are you constantly getting anemia? What's driving it? Why have you got digestive issues? What's driving it? So for the first time ever, someone is listening to someone. And then we meet up every week, whether it's a quick 20-minute Zoom call, Or it could be an hour using coaching skills. And I want to keep you accountable, keep you motivated, keep you making the changes. And every session is different. It could be recipe ideas. It could be doing meal plans. It could be coaching. It could be getting to the root cause of issues. It's literally, and and we do this three months. So that's my my three-month package. I do a six-week package for people that maybe just have one health issue that they want sort of guidance with or help with. And then I also do a very popular, I call it my menopause wellness check. And this is a really in-depth blood test. We're looking at 57 different blood markers. Some of the markers that the GP just can't afford to test for anymore. I know that in the Seven Oaks area, they're not testing vitamin D anymore, unless you've got maybe osteoporosis. They're just not checking it. But I mean, I had a client um, last year who was having a, having a nap every afternoon. She thought it was normal. And I said, well, have you ever had an in-depth blood test? And we did this blood test. And I said, well, your vitamin D is on the floor. You know, and she'd had blood tests with GPs before and they'd said, well, everything's normal. And all it took was, you know, some some vitamin D uh, targeted supplements. And she's gone from no nap. You know, she's gone from a nap every afternoon to no nap. So it's it's transformed her, her life basically. So that menopause wellness check is good. I call it a menopause wellness check because I think every woman in their 40s should have this blood test. So you know the future risk of diseases that could potentially come your way and what you could do with it and start early. But it can be. I do have done it for women that aren't going through the menopause as well. Um, I'll just call it a wellness check. Um, And that's really popular. So you do this this, um, blood test. I then analyze it. And then we sit down for 90 minutes going through your food diary. What you like to eat, and I come up with either targeted supplements or targeted
0: dietary advice. No, that's great. The um, one of the things we touched on before we started recording was the fact that you are a registered nutritional therapist, and you've spent a lot of time and money training to get to to get that qualification. And obviously, you've got a lot of expertise behind it. How? Now, it's not quite the same for a website designer, but it, it's similar in some ways in that all I do is website design and understanding marketing around website design. And I know it annoys me when I see people who um, are uh, touting themselves as website designers when they're doing lots of other things and they've possibly helped one client with one website before. Obviously, this is much more hyphened in your industry where there's a lot of people who practice the kind of thing that you do, but without the qualification behind you. How do you set yourself apart, and how do you get that across? And indeed, why should people work with somebody with such a qualification? Yeah, that's a really interesting. Unfortunately, the term nutritionist
1: is it's an unregulated um, term, and you could literally buy a uh, nutrition course for a few weeks online, and then you can call yourself a nutritionist. So I'm very careful in that I am a registered nutritional therapist or a registered nutritionist, and I can call myself that because I'm a member of various different boards. So, I'm a member of BANT, which is the um, British Association of Nutritional and Lifestyle Practitioners, and I'm also uh, registered with CNHC, which is recognized by the NHS and GPs. So, yeah, it's It's difficult though. It's an unregulated, um, yeah, and a lot of people can call themselves, yeah, health coaches or nutrition coaches. Um, and it's hard. Yeah.
0: We'll have to plow on our our own furrow and uh, hope that the quality of what we do shows through. Um, can I touch on the fact that you work with somebody? Now, I know you've got your own separate businesses and you do different things, but you market together. And can you explain how that works? Because it seems to me a brilliant idea, <laughs> certainly for those days when you're not feeling inspired or you're afraid to post something, that you've got somebody there that you can, that, uh, you can bounce things off.
1: Yeah, do you know it works really well? I am, um, you know, nutritional therapists, We see each other, you know, we see our clients online, you know, one to one, and it can be quite isolating. I wanted to do more than that. I wanted to kind of work either as a team or with someone, and I met Val very aptly in the gym. So she's a, a personal trainer, but she wasn't a personal trainer then. She, I recognised her. We went to the same gym together, and I recognised her because she was a mum at my kid's school. Our kids were never in the same um, class, um, but she uh, I was busy stretching um, one uh, morning, and she came up to me and she said, oh, um, I think your name's Catherine, and um, if you're ever looking for a, a training partner, I- I'd love to train with you. And I kind of like, I'm an introvert, and that was like, oh my goodness, what's this woman doing? <laughs> so I said, okay, thank you very much. And she left me her number, and I scuttled out the gym and felt very strange lady. And uh, then I kind of thought about it, and thought, actually, you know what? I do want a training partner that would be great. you know, come on, be brave, you know, go and chat to her and uh, we started training together um and we bounced ideas off each other, we were always swapping recipes and so then, when I started uh training to be a nutritional therapist, I think I was in my i think I was in my third year, and I said to her, "Look, I'm thinking of going into business afterwards um, and I would like someone else to come into business with me you know you do all the you like all the exercise you know would you and you like healthy eating you like healthy recipes would you like to kind of set up this business together and we sat down and we thought about what we were going to do and and work it out and we thought brilliant well we'll put loads of recipes on the website we like creating recipes um I've also got a background I trained at, at Leith's School of Food and Wine and did a diploma there so I kind of know a little bit about you know how to cook and for brilliant this is great we'll, we'll put all these recipes out so we started just literally doing instagram with loads of recipes um and, and then i said to val right come on you need to do something as well get yourself out and become a pt she'd kind of been thinking about it for a while and um she was like okay go cool, on then i'm gonna do it um so yeah she, she trained to be a pt and um yeah so here we have the health boost so we have our website with all our healthy recipes and really the website and the Instagram and the Facebook is our marketing tool for then our, our, each of our own businesses. So obviously I see clients nutrition side and she's got her own clients PT side and they're different. They operate differently, but we come together as the health boost and that's really, it's our marketing tool and the health boost for our individual businesses, but it works great together. So we, because we post six times a week, I've only got to write three posts. And then Val writes three posts. So that works really well. So, and again, she's super organized. So we sit down, we have a weekly meeting and we sit down and we know what we're going to post. I think, I think yesterday we had a meeting and we're three, three weeks ahead now. So we know what we're going to post tomorrow, three weeks time. Um, And we literally, we write our posts
0: um, separately. So we know what we're posting and it just is easy. And I guess you've got the same target audience as well. Um, because I know Val and I know that she specializes also in uh, helping women with their exercise and women probably, again, coming up to menopause and into into menopause. And actually, do you share clients? And I'm presuming you certainly refer um, people to each other.
1: We have lots of clients the same, actually. And sometimes the clients will go to Val first um, and they'll start their exercise journey. And she's like, I think you need a little nutrition help here. And then they'll kind of think about it and then they'll come on to me or otherwise clients have come to me and then I've said, look, I think you need to do some strength training. You know, I know that you're intimidated by a gym, but actually, you know, Val's um, over 50. She specializes in women our age and she works in a very small boutique gym. So it's not a scary atmosphere. It's a really nice atmosphere. And a lot of women that aren't used to that big Gym environment really enjoy it. So we do. We share loads and loads of clients together. I have a lot of clients that have osteoporosis, and they're obviously the best thing they can do is some strength training. And she works with a lot of people, and I've you know sort of noticed a massive difference in them after they've done some strength training. So it works really well together.
0: Emma Smith. One of the things that I preach the most in terms of marketing is to find other people with the same target audience. you're not competing with but you can either collaborate with directly or alternatively you can get to know and build up a relationship with so that you know you can get in front of their clients and indeed they can get in front of your clients which is to the benefit of of both of you and to your clients and potential clients um as well so um it's great to see it in action actually and to have seen it for, for quite some time um I've got a final couple of questions for you, but before I do that, can you let people know where they can find you in terms of websites, social media, etc.? I'm at the Health Boost. So for both Instagram and Facebook, you can just find me at The Health
1: Boost. And then our website is also it's just thehealthboost.co.uk and all information should be on the website.
0: And it's a very comprehensive website with Hundreds of recipes probably on there by now. There's uh, there's an awful lot of very very helpful information on there. Um, so the final few questions that I have for you is first of all, um, obviously listening to a podcast. Most people on here listen to more than one podcast. And can you give any other podcast recommendations?
1: It's not business related. It's health related. But I really like the podcast by Doctor Rangan Chatterjee. Um, he has some fantastic guests on. They're quite long, um, but if you, you know plug in and go f- off for a nice walk, um, he has some fantastic guests.
0: Yes, I think um, we might have had that one recommended on here before, actually. <laughs> but it's always good to to have them recommended more than once. And the next question for you is a business book that you can recommend. In fact, I, I, when you
1: said uh, that question, I, I can see you've got exactly the same book that I like, which is Atomic Habits by James Clear, but I have a lot of coaching books that I like. Um, about creating good habits, um, and they're usually my go-to because it's a lot of people know how to eat well, but it's getting them to make that change. And quite often, it's it's all about building habits
0: in your daily life. And it sometimes it's really simple things. And uh, so that's a good book for breaking it down. And that's another one. Sorry, but it's another one we've heard on here before. And funny enough, though, when I've when I've had it mentioned before. I've actually said that I've got it part read. Well, I can now announce I actually managed to read it completely <laughs> uh, last summer and uh, and it, I can see now why it's recommended so much. There was another book as well and I cannot remember the name of it, um, but I did a podcast episode on business books and talked about Atomic Habits and I talked about this other book, which I actually thought was slightly better um, because it builds on a very similar kind of thing. I think it gave a hundred ways to actually implement that kind of advice, so um, that's great. And finally, um, a, a general business tip for anybody, whether they are starting out in business or maybe they've been um, in business a few years, what have you found been to be particularly useful advice?
1: Don't be afraid
0: to show your face. Um, I
1: am an introvert. I don't, I don't, didn't feel comfortable going on Instagram um, and showing my face, but actually, it's been it's been huge um, difference to my business. So yeah, get out there and get your face out on, on uh, Instagram, Facebook, or wherever you, uh, you know, network or wherever
0: you, um you know, find people. I think that is very good advice. And I must admit, I'm not sure that I have heard that one um, on this podcast before, but it does go through the theme of an awful lot of what people have said in terms of getting out networking and things like that, because there is absolutely, people do not want to do business with a faceless entity. They want to understand who it is behind, behind the face. So Thank you ever so much, Kat. That's been brilliant. And um, thank you so much for spending the time. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Bye. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review. That makes a massive difference as to whether Apple shows my podcasts more widely. And head over to my website, beyondthekitchentable.co.uk, where you can find all the ways you can work with me. Whether you're just starting out, looking to grow your business or scaling it. And see you next week.